Welcome to the Tech of Business show. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And on this show, we are exposing the technology that runs growing and thriving businesses today. From smart and innovative to nuts and bolts, there is no tech stone unturned. Now it's time to talk tech and let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Tech of Business. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky. And this is the fifth and final episode in the Member Vault mini-series. Today's episode is going to just be me and the mic. As you've noticed over the past two weeks, Member Vault is a powerhouse vehicle for relationship marketing, engagement, and content delivery. Episode 43 was with Member Vault co-founder Mike Kelly. We then followed this with power users and Member Vault fans Jacqueline Malone in episode 44, Jenny Waldrop in episode 45, and Jerisha Hawk in episode 46. Today, to wrap up the series, I've split the episode into three segments. The first is what to consider when looking to add Member Vault to your tech stack. The second is the golden hamster and the other built-in goodies that Member Vault has provided. And the third is use cases outside of how Jacqueline, Jenny, and Jerisha are currently using Member Vault. Then we'll wrap up. Remember, I am an affiliate for Member Vault and would appreciate you using the link techofbusiness.com forward slash MV when you sign up for your Member Vault account. It doesn't cost you anything different than if you went directly to the Member Vault site, but using the affiliate link does show me that you are appreciating this podcast. Let's get into segment number one what to consider when looking at Member Vault for your tech stack. I think that there are three types of businesses that can benefit from getting started with Member Vault. The first is a business that has created two or more lead magnets, freebies, challenges, or other gifts in exchange for email address type products. For you, Member Vault creates an easy way to deliver and keep your freebies organized rather than having them spread across your WordPress media library, free and paid cloud storage locations, and within email marketing providers' internal repositories. As discussed with Mike, this will make it easy for your list of prospective clients to access the gifts without hunting through their inbox and on their own schedule. You'll also be able to re-engage and invigorate your list with every new freebie you create as your business evolves and you refine your message. This is exactly how I started the Tech of Business Vault, by placing all the freebies that I have created in the past couple of years into the subscriber hub in my member vault. I would love for you to check out those freebies over at techofbusiness.com forward slash vault. The second type of business that can benefit from getting started with Member Vault is a business providing one-on-one services or small group programs where there are materials to distribute. Just like the freebie content, your paid program content needs a reliable home for your clients to easily access it from anywhere. I think that this is a particularly good option because your clients don't have to necessarily go through the content sequentially, but do need a reliable access. It's super convenient for them to log into a single portal and the added benefit is that you can check in on their status with the insane amount of logging and data provided. 
I offer two one-on-one services that I run through my member vault. It's a tech audit and my tech tamer intensive. For each of these services, I use member vaults quizzes to understand my clients' desired outcomes from our work together and the modules to provide them with the downloadable instructions, walkthrough videos, checklists, and guides. And the third business that would benefit from looking at MemberVault is one where you have a course, a workshop, a membership site, or other high volume of content that you want to deliver to a lot of people and build a relationship with those people. This is what Jerisha, Jenny, and Jacqueline all do. They all provide high touch with their self-directed courses and programs, which leads to higher completion rates, greater success, and more referrals. No matter where you are at in your business, I could likely find a case for you to use MemberVault. But that's not the point of this episode, nor the entire mini-series. If you have systems that are working in the area of content delivery and client engagement, then don't look at MemberVault right now. If you're in need of a tool to help with proposals or bookkeeping, onboarding, customer service, or webinars, then this isn't the platform to look at right now. Stay in your lane and know that when it is time to evaluate it, MemberVault may be a good option for you. If you do decide to grab a member vault account from techofbusiness.com forward slash MV, then I strongly recommend following the amazing resources and guidance provided by the member vault team in the home base and join the member vault collective on Facebook, where you'll have access to Mike, Aaron, and Katrina. Now, speaking of Mike and Aaron, let's get to the second segment of this deep dive into member vault, the golden hamster and other goodies. The Golden Hamster is essentially an incentive for getting your Member Vault account up and functioning in your business within the first 10 days of signing up for your account. You can do the work for the Golden Hamster on the free account. Everything is available to you. And you'll have your business up and running on Member Vault in less than 10 days. But beyond bragging rights, the biggest bonus to the Golden Hamster Award is the boost that it gives to the base paid tier. This boost increases the number of subscribers you can have in your account from 1,000 to 2,500. That's huge for anyone who is working to grow an engaged list and create true relationships. The Golden Hamster course is a beautiful demonstration of Member Vault itself. It takes you through the process of setting up your Member Vault with one or more paid offers, then the freebie library, which is generally referred to as the subscriber hub, and then adding users into the system. That third module shows just how easy it is to integrate with an email marketing provider. Member Vault, as you know from the other episodes in this series, is huge into ActiveCampaign as their primary email marketing platform. And quite possibly, that's one of the reasons I took a second look at Member Vault when I was looking into doing a series in the first place. I've been using ActiveCampaign myself and with many of my clients for over two years. And I thoroughly enjoyed the experience of getting the two systems working together. Maybe that's the geek in me, maybe not. But regardless, if you don't want to get all the bells and whistles working together when you start out with Member Vault, that's okay. And if you want to outsource it, I'm happy to chat. In fact, the best way to chat with me is to go to my member vault at techofbusiness.com forward slash vault and book a tech breakthrough session. But I digress. 
This segment of the episode is on my experiences with Member Vault as a creator on the platform, as well as a user inside the Member Vault home base. So let's get back to it. The data. Oh, the data. So much information. For each subscriber in your member vault, you have the ability to see what they've clicked on, which modules they've completed, and the answers to their questions. It's a running log. So if they click on something and then go back to it the next day, you'll see that. It is incredible. And as of yesterday, you can now directly reply to the quiz question answers via email. Yes, I know. I seriously waited until the last minute to record this episode because Mike is constantly working on the product and I didn't want to anything to be outdated. There is a section on the main admin dashboard that shows you your sales, your hot leads, and warm leads. And with the integration with ActiveCampaign, it also shows what tag has been assigned to the users inside your ActiveCampaign for easy cross-reference. So essentially, if someone has a tag member vault underscore teaser underscore 10, then I know they have been looking at my tech audit. I could then run them through an automation that triggers on that tag being added to the user. It might simply be me setting up an automation that sends me an email, letting me know to look into their account and connect with them outside of an automation. Or it could be to send them through a warming automation that shows the successes of people who have gone through the tech audit and let them know how other clients have been able to move their businesses forward after a cleanup. It's not about a hard sale. It's about knowing where your next sale might come from. I don't recommend, and I haven't implemented anything like this, I don't recommend immediately setting off an automation the moment someone gets a tag saying that they looked at a product. Instead, it can be the start of an automation where you're checking for other tags, you're waiting a certain amount of time, you're warming yourself up and you're making it ready so that if they didn't take action, that you then have the ability to reach out to them. It's super important to keep this conversational and engaging and not having it as a hard sell. That's not going to do anybody any good. Another area I spent a lot of time working in when I was setting up the Tech of Business Vault was, of course, the product section itself. I would recommend starting outside Member Vault and getting all of your content organized before heading in and getting everything loaded in. There are five different types of products that we can house inside Member Vault, and I've tried out three of them the regular, the date dripped, and the bonus. The other two are progressive and time dripped. The golden hamster is a great example of the progressive product. The progressive product type requires each module and lesson to be completed before the next one is unlocked. This is super helpful for courses that build upon themselves. I used the regular product because it didn't matter what order content was completed in. So I think probably regular and progressive are the most common types that people are going to be using. I am also seriously giddy about the bonus modules. These are unlocked simply when a user hits a certain number of EPs. I talked about EPs with basically all of the four interviews and it's engagement and it's, uh, it's rewarding engagement and you can have special bonuses that unlocked automatically based on how people are doing. 
these bonuses can be super fun. I actually have one. It's a really silly one. It doesn't have a whole lot of it, information in it at this point. But if you hit a certain number of VPs, uh, then you'll be able to see my little bonus, which isn't really much of a bonus right now. And it'll be converted into a real bonus at a later time. I promise you that. But uh, just so you know, there is a bonus to unlock. Now, my reason for frowning a tad on the date-dripped and time-dripped product types is not because they aren't effective, but because they have the potential to halt the progress of an enrolled student. This is also something that differentiates the member vault relationship-based method from most other online delivery channels I've worked in. So I guess what I'm saying is that if you're determined to do a drip content-based program, you'll be missing out on some of the biggest benefits of the Member Vault methodology, and there are likely other platforms that will suit your needs better. I've said it on this series and in a lot of other places. I am tool agnostic. It doesn't matter to me if you're using Member Vault or ActiveCampaign or any of the other tools that me and my guests mention on the episodes here at the Tech of Business. What does matter is that you are using the best right tool for your business and your clients and that you use that tool to the best of its ability. Let's get back to setting up a product and the next decision I had to make, how to grant access to my products. So for free products, like the Subscriber Hub, it's just an email opt-in form that gets configured within MemberVault. No need for a separate landing page program or complicated set of steps to get someone from another system through your email provider and into MemberVault. As far as the paid products, MemberVault connects with PayPal and Stripe. I use Stripe myself to make it super easy to get paid right inside the platform. This is what I used for the Tech Tamer Intensive, the Tech Audit, and the Virtual Summit workbook. It is so cool that the payments show up on my dashboard. It's kind of like every time I go in there, I get to see what's going on and how much I've been able to make um, and how much benefit I am having on the members of the Tech of Business community who are um, using the content that I have provided, whether it's just the free stuff or you've purchased a tech audit or what have you, I get to see all that on the dashboard. Okay, so Office Hours is also a free offer that I have set up. Um, it's actually on Acuity. So instead of using the built-in form or their payment portal, I use the link option, which allows the Office Hours attendees to sign up and also get the necessary reminders directly through Acuity. There really isn't anything inside MemberVault that is needed for this, so I'm just taking advantage of the binge and buy marketplace to make it visible to my subscribers. And similarly, the tech breakthrough sessions that I offer do not have anything at this point in time that I need to provide my clients through MemberVault. So right now I have that set up as a link that goes to Acuity as well. Acuity is also linked to my Stripe account and I can see myself probably moving these breakthrough sessions into MemberVault in the coming months so that the process is a little bit more streamlined and that I can provide complementary and supplementary information. When I do move this over, I will be sure to announce that in an email. If you are a member of the Tech of Business community and you are receiving my emails, it'll just be in one of the weekly emails. If you have signed up for the Subscriber Hub, you are also receiving my emails. And if you haven't yet, head on over. I would love to be able to drop that information to you when it is available. 
Back to setting up products inside Member Vault. Actually, you're going to want to follow what Aaron has done in the Member Vault home base. It is so good that it's not worth your time or mine for me to go through any more of it here. Let's wrap this segment up with this. There is a lot that can be added to a product, but without adding your product into your member vault, there's nothing that you can add. Get started. It's the best next step. The final segment of this episode is a few use cases I've seen or come up with recently that are outside of what Jenny, Jacqueline, and Jerisha have done. The first of which happens to be one of my favorite topics. This came up inside the Member Vault Collective, and it's about virtual summits. People were asking, is it possible to run a virtual summit inside their Member Vault? It's a really interesting scenario. Because if you're using Member Vault and Active Campaign, the content can be released and expire automatically and seamlessly. It is a brilliant solution, and I will give Erin 100% credit for this. She came up with a way to make it so that there are no links outside of your Member Vault user dashboard that get sent out to the Virtual Summit subscribers. It's super clean, super neat, and super organized. I loved this approach, and I cannot wait to find a client to run a Virtual Summit inside Member Vault with and for. In all other virtual summits that I have worked on, either we do things manually at session launch or expiration, or we have to build in extra pages to avoid broken links. Using Member Vault for a virtual summit would be fantastic, especially if you're looking at it as an all-in-one solution that transitions people into a paid offer that you also host on the platform. Another use case is to simply broker the financial side of your coaching business. Sure, there are a lot of shopping cart systems out there, but the unique advantage to Member Vault for doing just the shopping cart is that it is super easy for a subscriber to access their billing history and update their credit card if needed. It's nice that you can just send people to a secure and trusted platform for them to update their credit card without having to manually go into the process and go back and forth with the client. In this case, I anticipate that you would not have a binge and buy marketplace and your products are probably living elsewhere and your landing pages are built outside of Member Vault. You're just simply using, in this case, Member Vault for the payment portal side of things. And that's not such a bad option because many of the shopping cart systems out there are going to cost you more on a annual basis than Member Vault does. And then you get to use Member Vault for other things as you grow and change and evolve your business. We can also flip this situation around to something that is quite similar to what Jenny has done, where the only content in the Member Vault is the subscriber hub. And all of the other products are just shells that lead to landing pages and shopping carts that are housed off the platform. This to me is kind of the best first step you could do if you just want to get started and you want to start building a relationship with other people, but you don't want to do what Jerisha did and grab your calendar and cross everything off and move everything away so that you can get everything fully implemented into Member Vault in a matter of days. It's a great next step, just getting started and keeping everything that's already working 
and just tweak what needs to be tweaked and then gradually move everything over into Member Vault if it makes sense for you. Mike said it in our first episode, Member Vault acts as an extension of your email list. And with all the tagging that Member Vault does inside ActiveCampaign, actually they have uh, integrations with more software than just ActiveCampaign for email marketing. ActiveCampaign is just the one that they've gone the most in depth with. So if you are using another platform, don't shy away from Member Vault just because you don't want to switch to ActiveCampaign. Check, see how it works, and then make your decision if you want to stick with that, which most of the time will work, or if you want to move over to Active Campaign. Now, with this, with your email list being extended by Member Vault, there are a million ways to wow your audience, increase engagement, and build honest relationships with your subscribers. I truly hope you've gotten a lot out of this Member Vault series. It has been an absolute blast digging in deep into the platform with and for you. When I decided to do the series, I had had only a couple of Facebook Messenger chats with Mike on non-Member Vault topics, to be honest, and hadn't even signed up for a free tier account yet. And you know, when I interviewed Mike, I was still on that free tier. I could have done the first series on a more established platform, but instead I went with my gut and I said, I really think that they've got something going here and I brought something new and groundbreaking into this podcast space. The truth is I have stacks of ideas as to what to bring on the podcast in the coming weeks and months, but I want to hear from you. Do you want more series on newer and up and coming software or do you want to have me dig into some of the bigger players? Is there a piece of software that you are dying to have me cover on the podcast? I'd really love to know. And do you know someone doing some really cool things online or rocking a certain platform or would just be a great fit for a tech breakthrough episode on the podcast? Beyond that, I want to know what is keeping you up at night? What is waking you up in a cold sweat And have you found your soulmate software? And do you want to jam on and on about it? I really want to hear from you. So go to callwithjamie, C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com and book a 10-minute call with me. I'd love to know how you best translate what you hear on the podcast into action in your business and whatever else you would like to share. Again, that link is callwithjamie.com, C-A-L-L-W-I-T-H-J-A-I-M-E.com. Before I sign off, again, I want to remind you that the Tech of Business affiliate link for Member Vault is techofbusiness.com forward slash MV. And you can check out the Tech of Business subscriber hub at techofbusiness.com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening to the Tech of Business podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Overcast, or wherever you download your favorite shows. You can also check out the show notes and learn more about me at techofbusiness.com. I'll see you next week.